Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 50 of Transformers Energon. It is Spark. This episode was written by Akira Okea, and the last time on the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show, it was our 500th episode. And this episode, uh, supersized Galvatron, he's flying through space, and all the de- <laughs> the Decepticons are wondering, where is he going? Where is he? Oh, Auto- Autobot attack. Yep. Then the Autobots just catch up, and Mirage says they mustn't, that's the word he uses, mustn't, let the uh, the Autobots get in Galvatron's way, so that he and the other two Stooges turn around to fight. And then we go to Optimus and Rodimus, and thus begins two episodes of just dumb. Um, <laughs> and it starts with this bit where uh, Rodimus, or Optimus, uh, wait. Yeah, Rodimus is like, hey, where's Galvatron headed? And, and Optimus says, I don't know, but I suspect he's being led to the same place we are, which is obvious because you're following because you're him. you're following him. That's what I've written down. He has this suspicion they're headed to the same place they're following him to. Uh, so then Optimus' plan is to ambush Galvatron alone because destiny reasons my fight, blah, 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 and I don't expect to make it back. No shit. <laughs> and he wants uh, Rodimus to take over command of the Autobots if that happens, because the hell with Jetfire being second in command. But I guess that isn't a thing in this series. No. But uh, back with the others, the Decepticons won't tell the Autobots where Galvatron's heading because they don't know either. And Hotshot and whoever he is powerlinked with this time, Downshift, Cliffjumper, whichever one it is, uh, they powerlink without using like the full animation sequence and... They all just keep fighting, and now Starscream gets involved. Yeah, the, the power linking and then the combining later with the the uh, Titans or whatever we're calling them it is all really weak. Actually, yep. okay, no, you know what I'm going to say? I kind of like that Downshift and Wheeljack accurately combined very quickly without the animation, but later on it gets really weak. Oh, yeah, especially at one point. <laughs> oh, I know the point you were talking of. Yeah. Now we go to Cybertron where the Omnicons are zapping Primus with Energon stars and Rad tells Dr. Jones that Primus is slowly starting to wake up. But unfortunately, the Omnicons are like, I don't know, out of juice at Energon stars, whatever they have, they're out of it. So we go to Optimus and Omega, and I think this was the combination you were talking about. Um, they combine into in just a flash of light. It's like not even crasher uh, spin worthy no it's just done <laughs> and they go into a space bridge somewhere who knows where yeah i guess he can just open those now he's, he's like a sound wave and prime yeah that's the kind of power you want to introduce two episodes before the end of the series <laughs> yes but uh, he comes back out in front of galvatron back at the space bridge and just dive bombs him which galvatron doesn't even acknowledge and then optimus separates from omega supreme again because this is between him and galvatron and omega supreme says then why are you telling me if it's between you and galvatron oh, never mind. <laughs> but he, it gets even worse because optimus is like this is a winner takes all situation and, and it's like well then dude get some backup because you are severely outgunned in this fight and you yes. are dooming the universe if that's really what you mean or maybe you mean the galaxy or just the a sun as we'll find out later but <laughs> You're dooming it all. But uh, now I guess Optimus is Goku, or whoever that is from Dragon Ball. He starts charging up and turns into a giant ball of light that flies towards Galvatron. And then two giant arms come out of the light and bash Galvatron from above and below. And then grab him and, like, hammer tosses him in space. Yeah, this was really, really original for this series. 
Oh, wait, it wasn't original and it's already been done a couple times? Oh, okay. <laughs> and now Optimus is as big as Galvatron and the others can't believe it. And Optimus smashes Galvatron. Why? Okay, one. but why? Why can they not believe it? This has happened He's like three this. times already. <laughs> yes. But yeah, Optimus smashes them one and they grab each other by the face and then... Optimus does like that Star Trek two fist bash thing. And Galvatron <laughs> yeah, like a hammer fist thing falls yeah. to a planet and lands like a meteor. Apparently, this is going to be Jungle Planet, but uh, Optimus goes down like he flies down after Galvatron, and they square off. And like all the troops, the Autobots and the Decepticons, they don't want to. At first, it seems like they want to make sure the fight just happens, and then eventually, they just want to sit back and watch. Yep, they're going to get down there to support their leaders. I guess just being emotional support, and uh, Go then it team. Shows... <laughs> so back on Cybertron, though, it shows the, the three combiners, and it sounds like Constructicon would rather stay here and fight Superion, but Bruticus tells them both to be quiet because they have to back up Galvatron, and Superion says, let's do it! Almost like he's agreeing with them. Yeah, yeah, that makes no sense, because later on we're going to come back to them fighting, but I, I this episode... The, okay, there is... Uh, there is some story progression here, if you can even call it that anymore, but it is, there is so much nonsensical, I got to assume translation errors throughout. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, we go back to Optimus and Galvatron and they toss each other around and they don't really feel that big. No, not really. Because it's, it's not really showing anything for scale. Later, it's when... They kind of shrink down. Spoiler alert. You see trees. You see they're a lot smaller. But right now, it doesn't feel like they're that big. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the fight goes on and on. They talk a lot, and they, it just goes on. Yeah, the other Autobots and Decepticons remind each other that they can't get involved in this fight. And now we go to Scorponok on Cybertron, who looks at a damaged wall. And I guess that's all he needed to see <laughs> to know that Galvatron <laughs> is in trouble on another planet. But before he can help with that, Ironhide comes out to stop him. Yeah, and they're going to fight this time. Oh, no, they're going to talk more. But then they charge to fight commercial break. Yep. And when we come back, we're back with the Combiners, and Superion tackles them both and starts blasting Constructicon while he's down. But Bruticus flies at him, and Superion blasts him, but Constructicon uses that distraction to pick Superion up and slam him into the ground head first, and then just boots him. This fight between the three of them might be the best part of this episode, action-wise at least. I would say. Because what happens next is Superion like, launches his arms and legs, and they attack Constructicon, or I guess just pin him to a wall. Yeah, and then his torso piece transforms, flies at him, transforms back and punches him, and I think it kills him. I think it does, especially with what happens later. But uh, then we go to Jet Fighter, Jet Fighter, Jet Fire, with Kicker inside, and they're flying towards this battle, and then Kicker senses Unicron. He's got a line where he says, it's like both Optimus and Galvatron are like Unicron now, which is clunky. <laughs> I just had to point that out. <laughs> and uh, Kicker gets not one, but two visions of the green orb and tells, green orb! tells Jetfire he has new coordinates for him and they're going to go destroy Unicron and they fly off into space. And then I don't know exactly what happened here. Superior, we're back to the fight with Superior and the, the, the Titans. And I think Superior sees like a ghost of himself. I don't know what well, he sees. Well, first, uh, Bruticus has Superion's torso piece. His name is Stormjet, I think. I'd 
look that up. And uh, Bruticus is going to squish him good. But then, yeah, something blasts his arm clean off and it's Superior. Uh, no, wait, it's his brother. No, wait, it's his brother's ghost because it shows the combiner <laughs> that Galvatron destroyed for a second way back when. Uh, okay, that that was dumb. But this is actually kind of cool where the center jet part, what did you say its name was? His name was? Their name was? Uh, Storm Jet, because I had to look up this next part, whether or not it was possible. Oh, okay. Is it? Yep. Okay, because what happens, dear listener, is Stormjet, it's a weak combining. It's actually not even combining. It's just another flash. But he combines Constructicon's limbs onto his body and then punches Bruticus, I think. Yeah, and he yells Power Link when he does it. So, like, shouldn't he have maybe said Power Link when he combined? It doesn't matter. It would have been funny space. if then Bruticus's arms left his body and they, like, <laughs> they all became arms <laughs> upon arms and legs upon legs. But... Back in Space Kicker has another vision of the orb and tells Jetfire to pull over here and let him out because he can sense things better on his own. Like, Oh, no, Paul, before that, <laughs> he tells Jetfire that they're headed to coordinates B-69. Nice. Nice. Uh, back with Optimus and Galvatron, they're still grappling, and Optimus's eyes, they turn green for a bit there, but they're yellow again, and he tells Galvatron that there is a way out for him. He can become an Autobot. Totally out of nowhere. Yeah, and, and you thought this would work, Optimus? Like, maybe if you hit, like, you know, I don't know, a snowcat up. He might be kooky enough, or Mirage <laughs> yeah. might actually come over. Not Starscream, and definitely not Galvatron, and definitely not Unicron Galvatron. But Unicron Galvatron's eyes turn red again just for a second, and he tells Optimus he was a worthy opponent, because all this time he was getting stronger, ha ha ha, and now he's invis invincible. And then he explodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is actually becomes maybe my, my the other part of this episode I really liked is that uh, Galvatron is now hand-drawn for no real reason, but he's just hand-drawn. And then Optimus is like, okay, I'll explode too. And he yes. does. And then he's hand-drawn. Oh, but he's not Optimus anymore. He's now Omega Supreme. Yeah. Because uh, this is between him and Galvatron, really. Remember <laughs> that bit about how we really... Anyway, they smash fists and it cuts to the others watching this, and including Omega Supreme, which was a clip of him watching this. And then Optimus's limb pieces appear out of nowhere, like Submarine 4 and all them. And when... They connect. He unleashes his trans-final impact attack. <laughs> okay. Well, they had to call it something. That's where the darts landed, yeah. <laughs> so we go back to Kicker, and he explains to Jetfire that even if you leave me here, I won't be alone because, quote, I have a special purpose to bring peace to the universe. <laughs> That Okay, sure, that makes as much sense as anything else. <laughs> and he's known that since he was a kid, that that was, you know, his destiny. And then Sally and Misha get on the phone, and Misha wants Kicker's coordinates so she can join him, but he has to do this on his own. Like, why does everybody need to do this on their own? And even Roadblock and Sally and Mrs. Jones get up and leave the room because they can't stand to hear this shit any longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gives it gives that forced moment with Morgan where like the piano's music's going and you almost this is almost the moment where in a better written show, Kicker would have said something more meaningful than you'll always be a part of me, even yeah. if I never see it, but don't worry, I'll promise I'll return. Pick a lane, dude. <laughs> Even after they're done, Jetfire's like, man, that was the biggest load of drivel <laughs> I've ever heard. Now go if you're going. <laughs> Kicker is like, yeah, it was, it's pretty bad, I know. I, and you know what? At this point, I was like, maybe this series will have the balls to kill Kicker. <laughs> and I would be okay with that. Uh, back in the big fight, Galvatron flies at Optimus in jet mode and transforms to like sidekick him. And then it looks like he punches 
clean through Optimus's chest. It does. The movements are so much more dynamic and better when they're hand-drawn. They oh, just yeah. are. It's a lot of really cool drop kicks. But yeah, they fight a lot. And then somehow Optimus, I think he takes Galvatron's energy from him. Well, yeah, he opens his... Uh, combiner spark thing or combination spark i guess it's called because uh, hotshot calls it that and then both like all this energy start appearing between them and then both optimus and galvatron disintegrate now if this series has taught me anything it's that when optimus and or galvatron disintegrate that means they're completely fine yeah they're still alive but they're back in their original sizes i guess like at least compared to the trees this is where we get the sense of scale and galvatron kicks yeah because they're just in a burning forest now out of nowhere and it's just green orb (laughs) but the forest is just a fire yeah galvatron kicks optimus onto his back and tells him to wait here because he's off to destroy unicron first yeah that's his plan he gets optimus like dead to rights i'm gonna go fly after unicron whatever that is so uh kicker's hair glows we see it glow in the helmet that's kind of cool and then he finds the green orb uh, which is the size of a baseball. Yes, it's like this little tennis ball thing. And he's like, this is the Unicron, like this pathetic, stupid thing. And then he does a very kicker thing, which he's like, well, fuck this. And he goes to attack it. And I don't know if Alpha Q is talking to him or narrating to us, but he's like, please don't kill the green orb. Wait, 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 stop the execution. What is it this time? <laughs> Superion is outnumbered two to one and uses his limb parts to fly Constructicon into a wall, and then his torso piece transforms, flies a Constructicon, transforms back, and lands a punch that kills him. Out of here. But before he can recombine, Bruticus destroys all of his limb pieces. Then his brother's ghost shows up, that's too stupid to worry about, and then Stormjet combines with Constructicon's limb pieces. Well, that's the first time we've ever seen that in a series, and just like all those teams in G1, according to the wiki, these guys' toys are totally interchangeable with each other. You can make Superion's left foot Bruticus's right arm if you want, but hold on. Sure, it makes sense that the limb pieces would still be alive, even if Steamhander, the middle part of Constructicon, is dead. He's the one that Stormjet punched, but if if they're okay, then why didn't they separate and attack Stormjet as soon as he took them down in combined form? Two against one? Well, now it's nine against one. And why would Stormjet be in control? Shouldn't four of them against one of him at the very least make it a struggle? These guys have names and robot modes, even if they're never mentioned or shown. Don't they contribute anything to the combined form's personality? Make him start punching himself in the face, or intentionally trip, or better yet, just have him stand there and make stupid faces while Bruticus... <laughs> Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show, the second last episode of Energon. Yeah. We're almost done, Paul. And even <laughs> though we're celebrating the almost doneness, what was good about Spark? Uh, I, I I really liked how everybody just got up and left when Kicker was talking to Misha. And then <laughs> Jeff Bar's like, man, what a load of shit. Like, it, it seemed like they're getting kind of self-aware here, finally. Yeah, yeah finally. Um, the I, So I said it uh, in the this episode, but the hand-drawn animation of Optimus and Galvatron, that fight was, it caught my attention again. Because it wasn't just lumbering, poorly rendered 3D models swinging their fists slowly. It it was it was really cool. There was a lot of like there was one shot where Galvatron actually does a drop kick at the camera, and it was yeah. a little choppy frame rate wise, but it was pretty good. When he flies in first and then transforms and then does it, yeah, you get the point of view of this coming yeah. out. Yeah. And the parts of that Titan Maximus, whatever we're calling them, their fight with the combining that was clever, and I, I wish more of that had been done earlier. Well, yeah, it's, they never even did that in G one. Like I'm not saying like combine like. The Stunticons and the aerial bots mix parts or something like that. But what if, like, Defensor's 
arm gets blown off and skydive just happens to be there and he connects in where first aid would have been something like that yeah i remember when we watched uh revenge of the fallen or maybe it was the commentary but i was saying how that devastator they had almost it, it he looked like he could have he could have swapped out arms and legs and then yeah be, if it was a different vehicle for an arm he might be a different he moves different or has different attacks or whatever it, it would have been neat if they had have explored that with the uh the titans but of course they wouldn't no the next episode Paul and I are going to review is the final episode of Transformers Energon. It is the sun. If you want to talk to a couple stars, you can email us at transformersnitpickers at gmail.com. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know, everybody under the light of the sun. And you can tell them that there's a bright light at the four high, fuck, I don't know. You know, there's 500 episodes of this show that you can find at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. Yeah. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. because the other kids told me to. Oh, you gave in to peer pressure. That's bad. That's very bad. Well, I guess I did. But if you shoot me, you shoot the other kids, too. I agree with you. If I shoot you, I should shoot the other kids, too. But I can't. Well, why not? We shot them this morning. Hey, guys. (laughs) Ready?